presentation today, what we are going to talk about together is Governor, the DAO framework which has become the effective DAO standard for organizations on EVM. So first, a little bit of background about Tally itself. As I mentioned, it's a DAO tooling platform for on-chain DAOs. We power leading DAOs across multiple use cases. DAOs such as ENS, Gitcoin, Uniswap, Compound, Reflexor Finance, and more than 100 more. We have awesome tools for discovering and understanding your community, awesome delegation tools, the ability to create no-code proposals of executable code on the blockchain with simulations to understand how this code is going to execute when the proposal passes, and really awesome tools around voting and detailed proposal results. So a little bit of background uh, in the DAO space. I think most of you are already aware of you know, the, the history of DAOs, but after the DAO, which we won't talk about, but after the DAO, DAOs kind of failed to catch on for a little while, right? We had things like MakerDAO, which built their own really robust ecosystem, and MolochDAO really came to breathe new life into the idea of like what a minimal viable DAO would be. Uh, but this was primarily limited either to Maker or to small investment DAOs, like DAOs where people came together to pool funds and try and work on something together. We didn't really have a modular, generalizable, scalable tool that was really being used at scale. So, enter Governor. So, if you folks aren't too new, in the dude in the... Oh, okay, we're back. Woo! That's right. Give it up for our technicians in the back. So, if you remember DeFi Summer, one of the main things that kicked off DeFi Summer was Compound launched Compound Governor Alpha. And this was their attempt at building a really simple, modular protocols really controlled by a DAO, right? With the exception of Maker. The other thing that's very important here is it was completely open source. So a little bit about the governor framework. There's only three contracts that go into it. You have your token, you have your governor, and optionally, you have a time lock, right? So this is a very simple system that's easy to reason about as well. After Compound built Governor Alpha, they also built an upgrade to that, Governor Bravo. And as it started to catch on, it was standardized in the Open Zeppelin library. So now you can go get the Open Zeppelin governor contracts from the same place that you get your ERC-20 contracts or your ERC-721 contracts, right? It's already audited and it's ready to be plugged directly in to whatever system you have, right? The other important thing here is its scalability. Governor works with one user, it also works with a million users, right? So when we talk about the scalability of DAO systems, you have to think what sort of platform would give your protocol the ability to have this level of scale, and Governor offers that. Additionally, it is secure. So, Governor launches, opens up and standardizes it, and what we see is the ecosystem around Governor-based DAOs really takes off. Uniswap adopts it. Tally appears to help grow the ecosystem, help work on standardizing these components. Compound upgrades. Nouns DAO appears. They alter the governor standard to work with ERC-721s. 
Nouns DAO is a governor-based DAO. Opens up and folds that back into the contracts repo. So you have ERC-20 votes, but you also have ERC-721 votes. So you can actually build NFT-based governance right out of the box. More and more tools start to appear beyond Tally, things like Boardroom, Sybil, folks that are starting to build out this open ecosystem. And what really happens is a star is born, right? This really comes out of almost nowhere. A lot of people weren't paying attention to Governor. They thought, ah, one token, one vote, it's never going to work, you don't like it. But actually, it turned out to be the ideal starting point for protocols, for communities to effectively decentralize. So where is the Governor ecosystem today? It's been a couple years. There are now over $5 billion in assets controlled securely by Governor Protocol. There's been over 400,000 on-chain delegations. And I'll get into delegation in a little bit because this is a key feature that the Governor Protocol has brought to the ecosystem. Over 5,000 proposals have been made. As a note, almost half a billion dollars have been transferred through Governor Proposals, right? 8,000 actions executed. This is on-chain executable code that has been executed by Governor Proposals. Nearly 100,000 votes have been cast. And something that's really, really exciting here is 14 million Ethereum addresses are eligible to participate in governor-based DAOs. Additionally, they are deployed on nearly every EVM chain out there. So what are the secrets of this kind of scale, of this kind of success, right? First of all, OpenZeppelin Governor, the Governor framework, is really easy to deploy. And you can deploy it, and you don't need to audit it because the framework is already set in the OpenZeppelin library. So the same way you launch an ERC-20 token, you can actually launch your entire protocol governance just as easily and be ready to go at the same time. OpenZeppelin makes a fantastic tool called the Wizard where you can actually just build your governor directly in their wizard, where you say, this is the token I'm going to use, these are the parameters for my governor, give me the smart contracts. You can open it in Remix to download it using your GitHub repo, or just deploy it right away. It's also exceedingly simple to use. There's a lot of DAO frameworks that require a lot of understanding about how the DAO functions, what's the relationship between power and proposals. In the governor framework, you create a proposal, you vote on the proposal, and if it passes, you execute the proposal. It's very simple to reason about. And this is very important when we talk about the complexity of large protocols, right? It's very difficult for people to wrap their heads around how some of these systems are functioning. So it's really important that governance is something that's clear and transparent to understand. If we create a proposal today and it passes tomorrow, this thing is going to happen. And this is critical for decentralized organizations because other tools, off-chain solutions, different kind of like trust game solutions, these all assume some sort of other element to guarantee the integrity of a voter proposal, which may not always be the case. In Governor, it is entirely trustless. And this is core. If you are building something for which trustlessness and decentralization is critical, Governor is the framework for you. So I talked about being secure. Besides the fact that there have been no Governor hacks when we have over $5 billion in assets secured by it, 
You can use a time lock to slow down execution. So if you have a proposal passed that's, let's say, there's some wild proposal that says steal everybody's money, right? It can go into a time lock, which gives the voters an option to exit the system before this proposal goes into effect, right? And this is cr critical to decentralization because it's possible that a minority is outvoted in the system and may suffer from the outcome of that proposal. So these time locks give you the ability for a minority who disagrees to exit the system. This is also critical when we talk about the use of governor for governing protocol upgrades for L2 solutions. If you are going to make some sort of change in L2 that fundamentally alters the agreement with the users, you need to give the users an opportunity to exit the system safely before these changes take effect. Secure. All code execution runs through proposals. What this means is the security guarantees are such that you can understand exactly how code will be executed. It must run through a proposal. There's no modular system where you can circumvent that kind of logic. That's critical here. Additionally, for fans of upgrading, you can upgrade in place with upgradable contracts using Open Zeppelin's library. Compound has done this. Uniswap has done this. NounsDAO is a big fan of upgrading. They upgrade their governor and they add new things all the time. So you can upgrade in place. But if you don't like upgrading, you don't have to upgrade in place. What you can actually do with the governor framework when you use a time lock is you simply change the admin. So you can have many governors deployed in parallel, all are able to function, and you can define the rules of how they execute code. So you can actually say, okay, we're upgrading our governor, which means simply this proposal is going to make that governor now the administrator of this system. So you can create really secure and safe upgrade paths because you can design it such that you only upgrade if you know that it works. So delegation, I mentioned this a little bit earlier. This is a key innovation of the governor standard. When we talk about large protocols where we may have thousands, tens of thousands, some of these DAOs have hundreds of thousands of voters, you don't really practically expect voters to participate on every vote, right? Voter apathy is a huge problem in the DAO space. Or is it? With governor, you can actually delegate your voting power to someone else who actually gives, oh, I was going to swear, who actually cares about um, the proposals and voting. So you can say, hey, Getty, I want to delegate you my voting power because you are a competent, capable participant in this system. I trust you. And, you know, honestly, I'm busy, right? So delegation is what allows us to build systems that actually do scale to millions of individuals because you're not required to have millions of individuals show up every time to get something to pass. Now, what this means is, is that you can design really interesting systems around encouraging delegation, really interesting tools around helping you explore who's actually contributing in this ecosystem. Who do I want to delegate my power to? This is something that Tally offers. We have a really exciting delegate portal where you can actually explore the people who are participating in the DAO, see how they voted in the past, see who else is delegating to them, right? All this information is on chain and open. So if you don't like Tally for some reason, you can go use Boardroom. There's a large number of other tools out there that support the same standard. 
So when you're building on top of Governor, you're not building on top of just Tally, you're actually building on top of a large ecosystem of tools. So if Tally were to disappear one day, for example, you have alternatives. Your DAO can be credibly neutral in terms of the platform that it works with. Token voting, we talked about this before. One token, one vote. One token, one vote is not perfect, right? But it's a really great start, especially when combined with delegation, especially when you combine it with NFTs, when you combine it with soulbound NFTs. There's some interesting governance experiments out there of DAOs that use soulbound NFTs as a form of one person, one vote, right? This is an example of a very contentious vote that happened recently on Uniswap. Uh, I forget exactly how many people participated in this, but it's in the many, many high thousands of people who participated in this vote. And in this case, you actually see decentralization in action, right? One of the largest token holders in the ecosystem wanted to block this proposal. Everyone else is like, no, no, we want this to happen. And they came through and they voted and passed it, right? This is decentralization in action. This is anti-capture in action. This is really important. The other part I mentioned is modularity. The governor framework is highly modular, right? These things that we talk about, delegation, these can be other smart contracts. Time locks, you can have multiple time locks. Governors, you can have multiple governors. You can set up a DAO where you say, all right, for constitutional changes that effectively change how the protocol works, we need a threshold quorum of 70% of people voting yes. But for the grants committee over here, which just gives out money, which isn't a threat to the functionality of the system, you can have another governor using the same token and say, for this governor, we have a threshold of only 20% of people need to vote yes to pass something. So using this, you can build actually a combination, governance Legos, of how we're going to create and organize our protocol. You can have as many governors as you have things that you would like to get done. There's also a lot of cool features coming, which I'll talk about in the next couple of sl sl slides. Things like quadratic voting are coming. Multi-chain support is already here. Multi-governor support, multi-token. You can have a DAO where the ERC-20 represents your liquid voting power, but you can have a kind of bicameral solution where you have another house in the DAO which requires having an NFT to vote. So you can have a one person, one NFT, one vote house, and then over a year, you can have token-weighted voting house, right? So you can balance the fact that maybe your protocol has enormous investors who outweigh everyone else. And then you have the users of your protocol who also deserve a fair voice in governance. And then finally, notice the safe with governor signers. This is really exciting. Time locks are a specific contract that you get from the Open Zeppelin repo, but you don't have to use a time lock. Instead, you can use a Gnosis safe where the governor is a, is a privileged signer on the Gnosis safe. What this means is you can actually do progressive decentralization with governor. You can start your protocol run with the Gnosis safe with the team. You can add governor as a privileged signer on the Gnosis safe. The team can continue to operate on the Gnosis safe, but the community can also operate on the Gnosis safe. Eventually, you can remove the team and be fully decentralized. Or you can add more governors to the safe, right? You can have a network of safes that define the strategy that you want to implement around governance power. So I'll dig into that really quickly. But first, again, I mentioned the ecosystem. 
it's not only us at Tally. We have tools like Boardroom. Noun's ecosystem is incredibly vibrant. There's an incredible amount of stuff there. Sybil, Dowlens, many more. There's awesome teams out here. Scopelift, see some folks from GFX out here in the crowd. Open Zeppelin, Agora, Gnosis, and more. So there are many people building in this ecosystem. So I'm going to run through some cool stuff on Governor that's happening today. That's maybe exciting, and if you're interested, you can come talk to me about it later. First, Gnosis Zodiac has launched an upgrade plugin for your safe. You can go directly into your Gnosis safe, go to the app, the Gnosis Zodiac app, and they have a Zodiac upgrade to Governor plugin. So you can actually not only deploy the governor and deploy your token directly from your Gnosis safe, but you don't have to use anything else. It's entirely no code. So you can be in a secure upgrade path later today if that was something that you wanted to do, right? So this is built into Gnosis. We have really exciting liquid delegation protocols coming. Uniswap built something called a franchiser where maybe your protocol has a foundation that has a large amount of tokens. Well, you can put these tokens into the franchiser and now you can delegate with that to multiple people. You can allow for sub-delegations. So you can say, I'm going to delegate to this uh, college blockchain club and they are going to pick every quarter four delegates, right? It's entirely trustless, it's audited, and you can revoke those delegations at any time. So you can build a protocol that actually has professional delegates. You can say, okay, we're going to pass a proposal where we're going to fund $100,000 a year to pay to professional delegates. This organization, the, the let's say the um, foundation, is going to pick a rotating pool of delegates who are going to professionally work on the protocol, and you don't have to give them tokens. You delegate them the authority, right? We have community proposal factories, governance Legos by GFX Labs. Proposals are created based on a threshold. You have to have a certain number of votes to create a proposal. So to open this wider, you actually have a sub-DAO structure where the users can submit a proposal at a much lower threshold, and then the users of the protocol can vote and say, you know what, this is a really good proposal. This should go to a main DAO vote, right? If it passes at the, the community proposal level, it automatically becomes a real proposal on the governor itself, right? So this you can think of as a kind of temperature check, right? A kind of spam prevention, a kind of way of aligning on-chain teams around what's really valuable. What should we really have our one million delegates come up and vote on every day, right? Now DAO community, they almost have too much going on there to even talk about. They have token streamer, a way that you can stream funds to delegates to anyone. They have token seller, a way that they can trustlessly sell the ETH that is in their treasury. They're constantly doing upgrades. I think the best thing to do is check out their repo to understand more. Really incredible stuff they're doing. Flexible voting. This is a huge upgrade being built by the Scopelift team for Gitcoin. It was paid for by a grant of Uniswap, but it allows for something called vote with params, which means you, when you cast a vote, you can also send in arbitrary data that you can parse at the smart contract level. So you could say things like, okay, you have 100 million tokens, you can vote with it, but it's required to hold a voting NFT to pass a vote. You can do things like voting on L2 with bridge tokens. You can do voting with tokens locked in DeFi protocols. You can do shielded voting, private voting, right? 
uh, and even cheaper subsidized signature-based voting. This is something I didn't mention before, but governors, by default, meta-transaction capable, meaning you can do things like cast a vote by signature. You can delegate by signature, right? So you can create an environment where Tally has a special tool where we actually pay for the signatures to put them on chain. So now you can give free voting subsidized by the DAO to your users. Quadratic voting was recently announced. Zero X is building out a quadratic voting solution on top of Governor. Um, if you're familiar with quadratic voting, it's a very popular way to deal with the imbalance that may occur in some communities on whether or not people are real humans or voting on things that are public goods. This is very exciting. They announced this uh, last week. Definitely check it out. Trustless off-chain voting. This is new. It's still in the early stages. We've been working with Mina Protocols and O1 Labs to build off-chain trustless voting using zero-knowledge proofs. Right? They have a library called SnarkyJS, which allows you to write zero-knowledge circuits in TypeScript that users can run in their browser securely to generate proofs that can then go on chain to represent the outcome of a vote. So that's about it. Um, if you are interested in Governor for your DAO, if you are thinking about decentralizing your protocol, please come speak to myself or any one of our team members. We have a booth over there. Um, we also have some bounties. We have an API for data on Governor. So if you wanted to build a DAO tool around understanding what's happening in these communities and ecosystems, please come by our booth. We have some awesome tools over there. And if you need some help launching your DAO, consulting on how the best way to do this, please also get in touch. My email is right there. I'll also be walking around. Uh, and I'll be doing another talk on Saturday, I think at 2.40 p.m. main stage. Uh, so you can also check me out there. So that's, that's that.